Blog Talk Radio. Towards East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, October 14th, 2020. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me as soon as he can will be Cameron Hawkins. Uh, you were just listening to the musical stylings of a uh, friend of the show, Retward von Dornberg, a German fan and musician and artiste. Um, that's his new single. And um, we featured his music on the show before. And um, he came to us again, <clears throat> said, hey, could you play my song? So, yeah, if you like that and want to hear more of Retward von Dornberg, head to his site, uh, net, And all of his singles and down, are downloadable in various formats. Uh, net, Caravel, C-A-R-A-V-E-L.net. Yeah. So that was uh, Rhett Ward's uh, song. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. If you want to call into the show, contact this show, have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Get in line, and we will talk to you tonight on air. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 to talk to us live tonight. If you want to have your voice but heard, but you can't call us live, you can always drop us in a voicemail. Voicemails give you three unadulterated minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can ask questions, post comments, you rant, rave, whatever you got, do it there. Three minutes. 415-787-5229 is the number for the voicemail. Once again, that's 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Find us on the email at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Once again, that's eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Let us know somewhere in the subject or the body of the email, which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your email read in. You can find the show on Twitter. You can find us at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And yeah, in the last fashion of Get At It, you find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at Facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch and you will 
see us among the Torch family of uh, fan pages. We did get a like in the last week. So, shout out to Adrian Lopez. <clears throat> Excuse me. Adrian Lopez, thanks for the like. I appreciate you. Uh, y'all know what to do. Share us on your timeline. Uh, tag uh, tag all your wrestling pals in it. Spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. So thanks, Adrian, and thanks, everybody, in advance. Uh, so, yeah, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get Cam on and hear from him. Cam, what's happening, my friend? What's the deal, man? Hey, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. How's everything with you? Yeah, everything's everything's all right. I'm I'm in the kitchen making a sauce because you know why not, right? Okay, sauce coin twenty fourteen. Track hit. Um, nice. I saw you got you getting your air fryer on earlier. So I yeah, that. man. Yeah. Corn. It was um poultry. Yeah, well, meal planning, where, meal prepping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's mostly okay. that. It's just, uh, you know, you get uh, schedules being what they are now. Like you have a weird day, you have an off day, and then your whole week's gone. You know what I mean? So I was like, I need to make sure that I'm doing the things I need to do for me. And it was the kind of thing where you get bored making food in the oven or putting it on the foreman grill. You're like, oh, this all just runs together. So, yeah, I just needed some some variety, and I've been meaning to do this for a while. It's a way to, you know, eat the same healthy stuff as healthy as you can without um, just biting into a chicken. So, yeah, um, just working on some stuff like that, um, keeping the mind going, as it were. Awesome. Well, we've got uh... – We've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. I'm a little bit out of the loop, but I'm a little bit in the loop. Um, I've been somewhat distracted the last week or so. Um, it's a bad problem. Um, it's a bad problem at all. But, but yeah, where, where are we going to start? Uh, we had the draft. We've had <clears throat> the fallout, I guess. Of Well, not the fallout, but it, I guess that happens Friday and Monday. But... The draft happened. Some people moved around. Uh, you know, a lot of it didn't make. Some of it didn't make sense. A lot of it didn't make sense. Your thoughts on uh, the 2020 edition of the WWE draft? So, I guess let's just kind of run it down for everybody first, in case they're familiar with the kind of the full moves. So, uh, first on what so started last week has smoothed out. Um, but I'll just go with, with the breakdown of everything, not so much uh, move by move. Sure. But uh, so Raw has 22 male wrestlers, uh, Drew McIntyre, the champion, Bobby Lashley, the U.S. champ, R-Truth, 24-7 champ. Then you have AJ Styles, The Fiend, Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Ricochet, Elias, Sheamus, uh, Angel Garza, Umberto Carrillo, Drew Gulak, Tucker, Davikato, Titus O'Neil, Akira Tozawa, Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruas, and Eric from the uh, from the Vikings. The Vikings. Uh, yeah, the women's roster is eight. Um, so they broke them up and heavy machinery. Uh. Mm, wow. Did they? And, uh, yeah, I guess they did. Wow, I didn't catch that that second one. I'm like looking. Where's um? Yeah, I knew Tucker and Ivar. Maybe I missed Ivar. 
I don't know. Um, but uh, okay. Let's uh, let me let me keep going. We can circle back around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, women's roster. Um, Oscar, women's champion. Charles Slayer, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, and Lana. Uh, men's tag team factions to kind of double back. So New Day um, are the Raw tag champs now, um, consisting of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Uh, the Hurt Business, Miz and Morrison, Retribution, and Lucha House Party. Um, women's tag teams, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. So that is the uh, on the SmackDown wow. side, Roman Reigns is Universal Champ, Sami Zayn Intercontinental Champ, uh, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Big E, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, Otis, Murphy, Kalisto, Lars Sullivan, Baron Corbin, and Shorty G. Um, I just think that Ivar was missed on this. Um, okay. I don't see that he was drafted by anybody. Um, Let's see. The women's roster, Bailey the champion, uh, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Natalia, Billy Kay, Tamina, and Zelina Vega. Uh, the men's team, uh, SmackDown tag chance of Street Profits, Cesaro and Nakamura, Ziggler and Rude, Ray and Dominic. And women's tag teams are just the Riot Squad. Uh, undrafted was Andrade and Mickey James. And then you have a bunch of people who just weren't in the pool by, based on injury or being on leave. Yeah, see, Ivar wasn't in the pool. That's the thing. He's hurt. That's what he's oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm sure that just stays the same. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the full rundown. Um, I'll tell you this. My, my initial reaction is you just swapped a bunch of guys. Like, not even uh, – it's not even so much like a bunch of fresh matchups. You just swapped a bunch of guys. Like, literally, the men's singles division from SmackDown. Um, let's see. Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, Elias, Sheamus. Uh, yeah, like, that's, that's kind of a bunch of guys who are wrestling each other all the time is kind of my initial deal. Um, I think the tag moves are about what they should be. Uh, on the men's side, on the women's side, I think that's good yeah. for yeah, that, like good for Naomi, good for Alexa Bliss, um, doing some different things. Uh, yeah, and then on the men's side on SmackDown, I, I like I would have loved to have really seen Rollins get away from Rey Mysterio and Dominic, um, even though he's been doing a great job. Like that thing's going to run its course here soon. So I'm just like, I guess. Um, yes. Yeah, so like, is, is it Seth on SmackDown now? Seth got drafted, drafted to SmackDown and cut a promo talking about how happy he was to be done with the Mysterio family. Then they dragged right. Ray and Dominic and Murphy to SmackDown. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I haven't cut that promo. Like, why draw attention to Maybe it wasn't the plan initially, you know, like maybe that was something that happened a bit later. Um, but yeah. Good Lord. I hope, I hope they're not on TV still. Like, do we draft a guy? Do we not? No. Yes. Okay. 
like a real, like a real, uh, you know, how they tried to portray it that first last year on the yeah. <laughs> so I think this <clears throat> this draft is going to be. I don't want to say detrimental. That might be too alarmist, too too strong of language. But it, like neither show has a real identity. You know, as far as like who's on the show. I don't mean like the show feel rugged or, or gritty or or sort of the comedy show. I mean, you don't. You just don't. Uh, you're not sitting. Nobody's raw, exclusive. Uh, not even exclusive. Like you just don't. Uh, damn, I don't even know how to frame or how to put it. You just flip guys so often. I do. And think this year it oh. seems like it just seems so willy nilly. So there's less meaning behind it than ever. I do think of SmackDown as Roman show. I, that part I, I do feel kind of strongly about that. Outside of that, though, I don't really see the show has an identity. That part, I'll say that I kind of rock with that. Yeah, I mean... That's about the extent to which I go. It just would be nice to... When you hear, oh, somebody's on Raw or SmackDown, and they go, not everybody, but there should be three or four moves in the draft at least two that are like, oh, this things are going to be different, or it's going to be, huh? That was I, he was such a SmackDown guy, or she was such so identified with Raw, or or I haven't seen her fight the talent that's on that other show. That's going to be interesting, interesting next year or so. And that just that you know, you think about it like that. It's just hey, look at this, the rearranged, you know, lawn chairs. I just come over to my house and they like switched up their living room and dining room. Like, oh, yeah. I turned, I turned my bed. it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, look how I opened up my bedroom by, by putting my bed up against the wall and now I have some space for activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it always has felt like since since the first few. Since like the initial, but, like the first and second draft. Since those. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. But this one just felt like such a. Like we it's have time for a draft. We, we have, have to, yeah, we have to have a draft. So what can we move around? That's not the same be. issues that we tend to have with Hell in a Cell. Even though this year they do have two, two or three matches that very much demand that. Like I, I, I appreciate that this time around. Yeah. Um, but they don't have to have a draft. It's not like it's a show where they're club where they're. Where you see twelve months out on the calendar, on the pay per view schedule, on the in demand or whatever schedule draft, you can just not do it. There ain't nobody going to say shit. Which, which goes to my point that the draft is stupid most of the time and meaningless. They'd be yeah. better off really orchestrating, or like trying to orchestrate trades and that kind of thing. But, but then who do you have? General managers do that, and that's a whole difference. And then you just do it off TV and then lose the story aspect of it. Yeah. They got to figure something out. Even having Stephanie come out there and, like, you know, drafting people to different brands, it's like, why? Is the real question. It, just, it reminds you of, 
<laughs> as bad as things are, it reminds you of, oh, remember when it was really bad? The fucking GM and the various in- incarnations of that. And, and, yeah, and, it's, and what's the biggest thing about a draft, though, Travis? The biggest thing about a draft is either, you know, in, in a draft in the sports sense. This is what we're lacking, so this is what we need. What we're going to address, right. And newness and new talent, but that shit built in. Not that's yeah. just something you have to accept from for and, also, yeah. and there's yeah, and with even with sport, there's we need to change the culture here, or schematically we're changing, so we have to do this, or somebody's aging out. Like there's reasons, you know, and they just draft people to draft us. Um, this, and also the know, draft like comes at the worst time in the year because a month later we're going to be be talking this brand supremacy stuff with Survivor Series. And it's like, weren't you just on the other show and just and vice versa? Now here you are in your blue T-shirt, having this phony pull apart brawl at the end of, you know, yeah, the show. Yeah, they really have to re- should rethink these drafts, but I think that's probably something we say, uh, you know, nine times out of every tenth draft that they have. Yeah, every year we say that. Yeah. Um, I, I did, you know, there were some pretty good, uh, some pretty good send-offs and pretty good segments. Like with that, um, you know, I thought that it was a, Big E had a tell. Like he had a very good physical uh, Falls Can Anywhere match with Sheamus. Uh, both guys high level. Um, but then, like when Kofi and Xavier show back up, and they're talking about you know reuniting the team and they get a tag title shot. Like, you could just see in Biggie's face, like, oh, this is it. And it was just, like, it was sad, you know, to see. Because you could tell, like, from the look on his face that, that they knew it was coming to a close. Um, you know, drafting them separately, I feel like that should have been addressed live. You know what I mean? Like, even though the New Day was talking about, you know, man, it's your time to do this and this and that. When somebody's drafted, that's what you need brass to say. And people who are making these choices need to say the New Day as a tag team, one of, if not the greatest tag team we've ever had. Right now, we think that Big E is X, Y, and Z, and we want to give him a chance to do this. You say that. You don't leave that to the talent to say. Like, if somebody's in charge, that's what they need to address. You know, you don't just do it to say you did it. Like, um, I did find the Street Profits and the New Day – trading tag titles to be like entertaining and to just make sense. Um, who knows how that works if it's a face and a heel team, uh, but like two face teams, um, very obvious parallels there. Like I was like, okay, okay I like this. This is good. Yeah. And, and, and they even tried to, uh, on the post show or whatever, Biggie's like, Sammy, are you trying to, do you not know where you work? You're trying to, Talk about logic yeah, and what makes sense. Like, wow. I want a comfortable guy, comfortable and secure in this job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, it was it was a draft. Uh, the women's division, the women's tag tag team division in particular. Whew. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. So. Did you did you, I mean, you, 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 you were doing your rundown? You were like SmackDown tag 
uh, SmackDown Women's Tag, uh, the Riot Squad. One. <laughs> but did you, did you get to see uh, the majority of Raw? No. So, literally on Raw, uh, Dana and Mandy beat Lana and uh, Natalia. And after the match, Lana and Natalia are like looking at each other and being disappointed in each other. And I believe it was Natalia was like, this isn't working. And it wasn't like a crazy breakup fight, you know, anything like that. It was like, no, this isn't working. It's literally what they said to break up the team. Right, and it followed three weeks of Lana getting slammed through the announce table over and over yeah. again. Uh, it, it was the most like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And to have mm-hmm. the veteran of the team go, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, this isn't going anywhere. Here's your hand on. Like it's one of the, it's one of the most like not over the top, but makes sense. It indictment of the book right I've seen. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. But it was just like this wasn't this was never a thing. Like we were like the the IG the Instagram stories team. Like what? If that's not, what that? That, that in and of itself, uh, that kind of storytelling in and of itself isn't. If you three months ago said we're going to put Lana and Natty together with the sole intent of the team not working, and that's the story we're going to tell. Then that's that's just storytelling in a part. And, you know, but they put them together. You know, hoping they would catch on and somehow it would be like, no. And anybody could have told you three months ago whenever they tried started this. Uh, like, like, Lana as a wrestler, I don't care what you do with it. Lana as a wrestler is never going to work. Never, ever, ever going to work. Yeah. Uh, is she done? Was that like her? That well, I mean, she, she got drafted. You know, she's oh. solo act. Um, so I keep hearing when yeah, she's only, uh, uh, getting slammed through the table, like that's her doing the, you know, that's her leaving the territory. You feel like it, right? Yeah, like it, sure. Um, what she is, she's on Raw. Um, yeah, the only woman that wasn't drafted was Mickey James, and you know, Mickey James is on a different kind of schedule now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but she just came back, and, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything happening in AEW uh, world that's uh, worth bringing up? Yeah. So we, this is probably a good time to have the conversation. So tonight is AEW's one year anniversary show. Um. Is it? Oh, no, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. It was like the second. Tonight's the show. They have four title matches. Um. Yeah, I mean, this might be the show they're hyping at the end, or is the one yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But they showed yeah, up on, like, October 2nd. This is what they had. Um, any strong thoughts on AEW one year in? Um, I'm glad they're still around. Uh, I'm glad they're... I'm glad I'm not hearing... We're not, there's no... At least outward rumbles from Turner. Mm-hmm. Almost wish maybe they were a little more boisterous, uh, boisterous like, hey, <laughs> if you do better, maybe not trade back the same, you know, one and a half million viewers with NXT, you know, after, or, or splitting that the same, you know, one and a half million viewers. 
They're in some aspects they've uh, they've been steady and consistent with what they what their philosophy and what they've been doing from the beginning. It's just a matter of eh, that's just not the philosophy necessarily that I'm personally interested in. I wish they had more 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 blockbuster talent. Like I wish they didn't have to rely on such talent that was obviously not ready for prime time national wrestling, mainstream wrestling. But mm-hmm. you get you, you get you who's available is who's available. Just yeah, I would help it turn it into a you know AEW's not my thing kind of right fest. I'm, I'm just glad they're still around. It's something else at least to talk about from like a selfish uh, standpoint. Like at least they're there for so I can have something besides WWE all time WWE wrestlers to talk about. Yeah. Even if I, I don't think that, uh, watch it and pay attention to it as closely as I should or did for the first you know three or four months. The fans who wanted it to work are doing the necessary things to make it work. And I think that is to be applauded. Um, they very much have cultivated a fan base. Um, we've seen it, at least, you know, viewing-wise, we've seen it grow over time. Um, they seem to, for the most part, be comfortable in their skin. Um, I, I think that with the pandemic, it is hard to say where they'd be. Um, you know, if they got to run things kind of regularly, I think that, uh, you know, Cody has been um, as good as you can expect. Um, I think that, you know, Moxley um, has gotten to be himself. You know, he seems happy doing what he's doing. I think you look at a guy like, in, you know, an MJF, um, who very much looks like the future of, of at the very least, that company. Um you know, the, the tag team wrestling isn't necessarily my cup of tea, but the people who like it love it. Um, you know, very, very over the top and near falls, near falls, near fall. But, but uh, you know, that's what people who like that, you know, were expecting. That's what they're getting. I think that, you know, by, by injury or by sometimes kind of lack of focus, they've been uh, not where they need to be with the women's division. Um but, you know, you have Sheeta there. You brought in Thunder Rosa. Swole's doing well. So, I mean, you know, like, you know, when Statlander gets gets healthy, you know, she's going to be good. Nala Rose has been good. So, you know, for especially for a company a year in, I do think they've done some really positive things. And, and you know, Jericho's absolutely been an elder statesman who has worked well with the young guys, not just work with them to beat them, to, to make himself look good. I think he's very much um, – you know, done things with guys like Orange Cassidy um, that that have been really good. Um, and then you got Heyman Page right there. Um, you know, you expect the same with Omega with him and Omega to be good. Um, and the WWE guys they brought in, like Brody Lee, um, Brody Lee's been good. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. just a big physical dominant presence. Um, and you know, we have to see where they go with. Um, I expected more. A guy like you know Nero. Um, I expected much more. I mean, he's hanging around with this lower, not even a mid-card guy. He's hanging around with this low-card guy doing this 
weird smiley's always happy and go lucky and play a video game. Like, is this what we wanted? Did we, want, we said we said it was kicking ass and it was a beast and fuck shit up. Like, man, we get this guy with the frosted tips and it's hanging around with this fucking nobody? That's, that is very disappointing uh, so far. <laughs> the, the Miro run in, in, in AEW. But he's, he's barely done anything. And that, and you could take that as a plus, a plus or a negative. I, I just don't think he's been presented like he's a big, any kind of big deal. Yeah. So I, to me, the people that they have bought in have gone up to their star power. They've gone down to not that they're some low-level company. They're on TNT, and, you know, national cable company, but. Moxley, he's just a fucking garbage guy now. You know, there's nothing. There's, there's all the things I liked about him as Dean Ambrose. He's my favorite wrestler for like four years. They're all gone. I don't like anything about all his matches. I like how he wrestles. I the, the matches I catch. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, but yeah, and then Rusev or you know Miro just had so much. The people had been. This was like. He had like that Dolph Ziggler 2013. He were imagine Dolph Ziggler to the left for AEW, uh, you know, mm-hmm. sometime in 2013. It would have, and yeah. And then he shows up and he's and he's doing what he's doing. I, I think they just missed some they've missed too many opportunities. And then Jericho is just kind of a comedy guy in the last like four months. But you go well. Who else? What's he going to do? Who's he going to work with? They're trying to get. Young guys over. I, I just don't think they should have sacrificed a guy like Chris Jericho, four months of Chris Jericho to get Orange Cassidy, a guy I really, really like. <laughs> Again, it goes against all my my instincts, uh, but I dig the guy. Love, love his antics, but he shouldn't be in a main event program for like three months with your first and longest champion. Biggest mainstream star, kind of, yeah. So just some missteps, I, I think, with the big with the big talent, and then with the mid card talent and the talent that aren't uh, everyday uh, known stars, they haven't. Uh, they let them go out there and do their indie stuff. They, oh, it just happens to be on national TV. They say, "Hey, Cassidy and uh, the, the the tag team guy," uh, and Mark, and uh, and Quinn, you know, just go nonstop. Don't necessarily tell a story. Just do every move you've ever done in your career. Every man. And, you know, like, just try to fit it all in. Uh, I, I had so had such high hopes for those guys, in particular, a year ago. And nothing's changed in a year. Nobody's really gotten better from the stuff I see. I, I just, I'm just glad they're still around and people are enthusiastic about them. Um, maybe when I do start to watch regularly, uh, you know, things, things can kick into a higher gear. Maybe when uh, fucking Corona shit ends, things just psychologically, fans show up and, and things just kick into a different kind of gear. But, yeah, just as, as, it, as a whole, this hasn't been the best wrestling year. In a, in a lot of aspects. Interesting take, Travis. Interesting take. 
No, not that. It's funny because we can say the exact same thing and think that they mean different things. That, that's perfectly wrong. Um, one thing I, I do think we need to say before we get to callers, um, and I actually wanted to open with this, and I, I do yeah. understand exactly how big the uh, WWE draft is. So um, the collective, the collective, um, a group of independent wrestling organizations that tend to exchange a lot of talent, you know, run shows together, cross promote. Uh, we'll have, you know, three shows in one that fall under each of their banners with mostly uh, revolving talent. Um, you know, they've been doing a lot of shows in Indiana the last month or so. Um, kind of, I think this might have been their biggest weekend with the talent they had. You know, you have your ACHs, your Leo Rushes, your AJ Graves, your Lee Moriarty's, um, your Effies, uh, your Marco Stunts, Chris Dickinson, mm-hmm. Moxley. You know, everybody's out there, right? So, a wrestler definitely showed up positive with folks. Um, you know, this is something that you and I talked about, or at least, you know, one of our buddies was telling us earlier, and now it looks like different wrestlers and maybe a fan or two definitely had symptoms. People were throwing up in their masks, you know. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we very much understand, because we talked about it with WWE, like we very much understand the, the need and desire for these companies to run wrestling shows, and that's WWE and AEW. We're not talking about these independent organizations that we speculated wouldn't be back because they lost the WrestleMania weekend revenue, you know? Right. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm very much, I'm not somebody who wants anybody to go broke, but I'm also somebody who's like, this isn't... Want everybody to live. Yeah, exactly. This is not being handled responsibly. You're telling people to show up in social distance. You're not firmly enforcing it. You know, people are hanging out, taking pictures and, you know, stuff like that. And it's just, man, you just don't want anybody to have to suffer long-term effects uh, because, one, you ran the risk, and two, you weren't being responsible, you know? So, you know, they got, they're got they running – probably the biggest issue that I have, Travis um, – if you have to run shows, I get it, but you should be running shows every two weeks, not every week. You know, um, so give people, if you want to charge a little bit, it, give people time to get tested and time to quarantine if that's the case. Like, it's just what should be happening. Even you know, if you, just, even, my first instinct is to, is, ain't nobody going to quarantine, ain't nobody going to follow this, that shit. But mm-hmm. as a company, you could at least sort of indemnify yourself, kind of protect yourself a little bit and go, well, we were thinking about public health. That's why instead of booking, you know, five shows a month, we're only doing two, uh, you know, and at least you have some kind of cover. But if you're just out there running shows with people coming in from all over and you're not doing anything, Overtly trying to, or it's just super like bare bones. Like, yeah, wear a mask if you want. Yeah, it's not to mention Indiana itself is one of the spiking states right now, outside of wrestling. You know, like so, the gas stations you go to, the restaurants you pick food up at, uh, you know, the grocery store you go get your tape. Like, this is not the safest environment right now. You know, and. Man, you just want people to, you know, do as much as they can, and it does not seem like people are doing as much as they can. Like they're, they're running the risk. They're self, uh, 
self-diagnosing and saying, nope, I'm fine. This is just a, a normal thing. And, and just putting other people at risk, man. It's, uh, it's scary. Yeah, I thought, you know, a month in, you know, back in like March and April and May, and, you know, we're under, we're still under, you know, 25,000, 50,000 deaths. And we're just like, well, the more people that get it, and it's just going to, like, people aren't going to, people aren't going to take heed or people aren't going to start being responsible until somebody they know gets it. Somebody at their job, somebody somebody in their family, their barber, their whatever, gets it, and then, then they'll take it seriously because that's just sometimes uh, humans need to be punched in the face before they put their fucking hands up and, you know, protect themselves. They get shit sweet. Uh, but no, here we are closing in rapidly on a quarter of a million deaths. And, and, and people are letting... Um, there are letting boredom and I'm sick of it. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm, Say, over, oh, it. I'm over it. Like dominate the day, rule the day. Like what? Mm-hmm. That you don't get to be over. Like no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll be fucking over as a species. Yeah, we'll if, be over. If y'all, <laughs> if y'all keep fucking around, god damn. What you mean you're over it? No, that's not how this works. Uh, so I, I think uh, yeah, we're just gonna have to. You know, a million people are going to fucking die. There's no doubt in my mind. We're still going to be dealing with this shit. Like, WrestleMania, I don't think we'll be. Or, or we'll just, all, everybody will collectively throw their hands up and just go, well, you know, we'll all just get it. And that's just how it is now. And back to normal. And the faster we spread it through, the faster, you know, we'll, you know, where everybody else around the world is just like, why are you? Like, that ain't. Why are you having such a hard time with this? Yep. Yeah. It's a disheartening uh, situation. Let's talk to some folks. 347-202-0103 is the number to call and talk to us. Let's uh, open things up and let's head over to to Newark, New Jersey and talk to our good pal, Kylan. Kylan, what's on your mind, buddy? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Oh, doing all right, Yeah. I I have some small tidbits for you before I get to my questions for this week. Uh, Okay. Number one. The, the the rock has officially the rock has officially earmarked Feb, February or March 2022 as the launch date for his version of the XFL. XFL mm-hmm. 3.0. Um, yeah. Also, The Rock is the most followed man in America. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. 200 million followers on Instagram. It's ridiculous. No, number yeah. two, mm-hmm. jo- jo- Joey Ryan has made the decision to sue Impact Wrestling for 
the Case 
if you want to call what he has a case, I mean, it's probably yeah. disrespectful to the idea of what a case is. But, like, it's absurd. Like, if you fall, if you slip and fall, like, legit at a, at a coffee shop or, you know, and you want to sue Starbucks because they were irresponsible and had, didn't have a wet floor sign, but here you come with this with the with the uh the neck with the, brace. With the doctor's note with the spine with the spinal with the spinal impact diagnoses and all this stuff and people go, Wait, 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 wait. We know you fell and you probably like sprained your wrist or something, but really you C four, C five, C six, all of them need to be fused and this, that and this that. <laughs> you know, like you need exotic uh, uh, medicines and, and herbs. <laughs> <laughs> you see what it's all this, and it just would make a judge go, fuck off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Slate like that. All right, at least I'm not, you know, I, I, I know the, you know, the system is fucking ridiculous and stupid, but you can't. It's like, but come on. If you're, especially if you're a nobody, I'm not going to say you can't abuse the system like that. No, 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 you can, but you have to be an elite. Mm-hmm. Fucking wealthy white man in America <laughs> make those kinds of fucking like yeah, it's the, like, but you know what I mean. There ain't nobody to be making yeah. moves like that. Fuck out of here. Chilly the body. long and short of it, he really ain't nobody to be trying to make moves like that. Anything else for us, Kylan? And f- final pick, final pick, bit. John Cena will replace. Fred Savage as the as the spokesperson for Honda Motor Company in their commercials. Get into the bag, boy. Wait, Fred Savage was the uh, spokesperson for Ford Motor Company. Honda or Honda Motor? I mean, I don't watch like TV to see like commercials and shit, but Fred Savage. Have you seen Fred Savage in Honda commercials? No. Yeah. I also don't watch live his voice. So. Oh, his voice. Uh, his apparently, voice. John Cena is one of his replaces Fred Savage as a, a spokesperson. I'm like, hmm? yeah. mm. Interesting. But yes, yeah, John Cena is doing everything. He has every yeah. every product. It's like him and Shaq. Like, doesn't like yeah. John Cena has like that cheesy like Shaq has a cheesy car insurance. John Cena has like mm-hmm. some kind of cheesy um uh, Experian. yeah Experian fucking credit <laughs> commercials you know like a real deal product but like he's wearing a fucking cheap looking sweater and a commercial super low budget like those general commercials with with Shaq but he's also got hefty and obviously. He's doing this shit on HBO, the comic book shit, uh, for HBO Max, and yeah, man, goddamn. Again, who would have who would have thought? I guess with Cena, we all kind of saw where he wanted to go, but I didn't think he'd be accepted the way he has been. But yeah, oh, yeah, it's been a great I think that we are just, uh, you know, Travis. We simply were not kids when. John Cena was John Cena, you know, and 
when John Cena was at like the Kids Choice Awards and stuff, we weren't watching it, you know. And so right. there's absolutely a generation of kids who, like, I do um, the Parks and Rec episode or the Parks and Rec episode where he was like the special guest on Andy's farewell show. Like, there's very much a generation of kids who John Cena's one of their guys, you know. And so when they get of age to start selling stuff to, you go with the guys they know, you know. And they, there are all those 58 really frail, uh, wacy-looking white actors that they tried to put in all these movies that never worked. Um, so, yeah. So there's always still, like, the big muscle guy we always loved. So, yeah. Yeah. John Cena. And I'm I'm just surprised he's he's it's working out with that that hair that he's chosen yeah. to. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. As far as questions, this one is in regards to potential new WWE programming. WWE has has recently started re-trademarking old show names such as Saturday Night's Main Event and, of all things, Saturday Morning Slam as well as Live Wire if these shows are redone where... Will they go? Uh, well, one, thanks, Colin. Appreciate your call, man. One, I don't think any of those shows are coming back. Um, certainly not all of them. I could see maybe if they're thinking about a Saturday morning slam. I think it's just a, you got to read up these copyrights. And they're just being smart about keeping their, you know, keeping ownership of tra- uh, certain trademarks and copyrights. Do not. I do not expect there's going to be another round of Saturday Night's Main Event anytime soon because there's no appetite for another fucking night of wrestling. And then, I, then next week it'll be announced. Fucking <laughs> Saturday Night Saturday Night's Main Event, this quarterly special is uh, coming 2022, uh, 2021. And I just I just think it's just there just reading up those. Uh, those trademarks and copyrights. I think it's anything more than, than that. And if they did, the network is always there. They, 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 programming is always, uh, the content is always uh, needed for, for, for that platform. Uh, but I, I, I just don't think there's anybody like clamoring to pay WWE more money for programming. Maybe some kind of international thing. Is it the Indian market want to want live wire back? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I think it's a copyright thing. That's all. Anything that can. Yeah, right there with you. Um, yeah. You know, it'd be interesting to see uh, Todd Pettengill pop up on a live wire. Um, you know, my, my biggest thing would be. You know, we got to make sure that we're re-upping on trademarks so that we don't see AEW Saturday Night's main event. Yep. You know, um, yep. Just, just keeping that stuff in-house. Because, yeah, like, we, ooh, even though, I mean, 
you have nothing but time to produce more programming. You have everybody kind of local. Nobody's really leaving, so you could do that. But, yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think they're, they're going to push the limits of what they're doing. They're already at, you know, eight hours of television a week outside of specials and pay-per-views. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go to uh, an email. This is uh, from Gibran out in Vegas. <clears throat> he chimes in. Uh, what's up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Why does WWE think that we're either stupid or dumb? Are you dumb or stupid? Uh, as fans, because all they did was swap storylines. Whatever was happening on Raw with the SmackDown and whatever happened, was happening on SmackDown went to Raw. Mm-hmm. They can't possibly think we wouldn't catch on to this silly shit, right? Well, I'm not willing to just be like, yeah, no, they they knew what they were doing. I think they thought they were doing something worthwhile. I think they in a new environment, in a new locale. Yeah, the Mysterio uh, Seth feud is so good and so compelling. We can just keep going, but for a different audience, as if that ain't the same damn audience. Like, let's be Yeah. Like, 5% of the people that don't watch, uh, especially now that SmackDown's doing better ratings than Raw. Like, it's the same one. But now they're just like, yeah, I got to watch this with a blue background. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think they think they're doing something creative or uh, worthwhile, worth our time. We're just sitting here like, Ugh. yeah, like, did they, were they trying to pull one past us? I just think they don't care. Yeah. I just had the, the wild deja vu, so I, I just, yeah, such a familiar, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jabron, second question, how do y'all feel about the scene now being with Alexa Bliss? Do y'all think they should have or could have waited to finally, uh, to finally put these characters together. Uh, when um, when we had when we had fans, and do y'all think? Oh, I guess that's one sentence. Uh, do you think they should finally put these two together when we have fans, or do you think uh, it would have gone over well with the live crowd? Yeah, no, you say these two together. Yeah. Who are the two? Uh, the Bray and Alexa. Seen and Lilith. By together, what do we mean? Like, uh, on there, TV together. Uh, that's all. That, yeah. Or they like in a story. Or she's his brainwashing. That, yeah. The header that they have. Um, if you look at the WWE Twitter header, it's the two of them, like in the oh. ring together under a red light. Um, so I very much think like they're going to escalate whatever it is they want to do with them. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I think her, I think she is out of her depths with this. Uh, when she was on the KO show, and he's like, you're different, you've changed. It's like you've been brainwashed. And she's like, yeah, I have been. I mean, the, the, the content was there, like, it was a good line. Like, yeah, I have been. My, my brain has been washed. All the lies have been washed away. Like, that was all fine, but she's just... I don't think. Yeah, out of any, right. out of that, oh, like, I, I don't buy her. I think like, like everybody they have on there. Who do you think, other than her, they've asked 
to play such diverse roles, um, you know, from from sassy, nasty Alexa Bliss to uh, endearing uh, coffee shop owner Alexa Bliss, <laughs> what she's doing now. Like, I, I just feel like they they you don't really ask anybody else to, to kind of be that different. So to ask her when she's clearly limited is kind of strange, right? It is. And that's not to say anybody else isn't limited, but it's just like, what was it about her that made you think she could do these well, different she, things when she's shown she just kind of has one note? She's not an she she's a wrestler. She has a, someone is clearly a fan of hers, um, you know, a writer or maybe Vince himself is just a big, mm-hmm. big Alexa fan, and he thinks, and they think that she's, can do more than uh, she really can. Instead of just amplifying and shining, shining a light on the, you know, one or two things, you know, having one or two notes isn't a bad thing. Most people have no oh. notes. <laughs> right? Some people <laughs> no, no. no notes. I love a fucking yeah. note. So instead of amplifying the note, note or two that she has that she's good at until maybe developing a, another note after years of perfecting this other note somehow. You know, it's like teachers get, uh, what's the saying? You learn by teaching sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you tutor someone in, in, uh, lower than you, I guess, in math or whatever your problem is, you might learn yourself just coming at it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. So you should probably just be... Be, become a better talent just by being on TV, being in different stuff, but not throwing her in a fucking a whole drastic personality change with no real buildup, no real. Uh, I know they tried to have her kind of slowly, uh, you know, change, but it, it's not. There was no subtlety, subtlety to it. There was no. It was in a death, 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 death hand guiding her character development the last four months. It was, oh, she's going to go crazy and end up like Harley Quinn, and he's going to be her joke. Like, we all pretty much saw it coming from day one, which in and of itself isn't a bad thing. But in this case, yeah. So just give her a note and, and let her, yeah, I don't, I don't know if any of the, if any of the women on the roster could could pull a, a character that's supposed to be like pretty complex, you know, I don't know if yep. WWE should be going for that kind of complexity. And in, in fairness, character. in fairness, like even on the men's side, who can do it? You know, like I'd say Seth and Bray. Bray, yeah. Kevin Owens can do what you ask to do. It's different, but it's all still very much in the context of wrestling. You know, um, so it's, 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 yeah, the women can't do it, but that's not saying that the men can do it. <laughs> like, yeah, they, um, you know, these, no, the women couldn't be Harley fucking Quinn. There's no one on the right, you know, on the roster that maybe Ruby Riot just because aesthetically, but I don't think she's got the chops to do that either. has that in her. But, she's done it before, yeah. you know, been that, but again, it's just more of a, but it's just that one note that she had that she was good at, which was just crazy psycho ball of energy woman running around with sanity. So, you know, she wasn't... And and I'm not going to say she didn't develop out of... They didn't develop her into anything beyond that until they tried. 
until they were like, oh, hey, we need you to be, like, cute best friend of Alexa Bliss now. Like, but that's not who I am. I didn't have any a chance to fucking grow into the, uh, Yeah, they expect a lot from uh, uh, from their from their wrestlers, from Alexa, or yeah, from Raw, yeah, but like, yeah, Alexa in particular, I just don't, um, not really sure where that comes from. I don't get it. So th- thanks to Brian, appreciate the email as always. Let's uh, continue with some calls here. Nope, we've got some folks in queue, but don't have their hand up, so I'm not going to barge anybody on. Looks like we're going to the Midwest. Talk to goddamn Boris. Boris, what's happening? What up? Well, you must have read my mind. I was just thinking about you guys. So I'm glad you guys actually. Wait. Honestly, you honestly, called us. I know, but I didn't, I didn't have my hand up. But you went to me anyway, but it's okay. Oh, okay. That's what you, I got you. I got you. I'm like, what do you think? But I was just, because as you guys were talking, I was just thinking, I'm glad these guys really break down you know, this stuff, this wrestling on that side, you know, because it's really brutal at this point. You know, you guys take one for the team every time, all of you guys. Because when well, I listen to Wade and him, to make sense of it now, you know, the inconsistency and the fo- no follow-ups, and it's, just, it's brutal. Now, hey, I hey. Well, they're you constricted. Guys, Wade and those straight-up shows are constricted to kind of just analyzing, and they don't he doesn't get the gist. I mean, he can if he wants to, but he typically doesn't, you know, get off, go off and talk shit, go on a tangent. Or he does, and it's just a rant about some – not the way we do. And that's, and that's, the, that's fine. That's why – that's the variety. That's, uh, you know, we're not going to get the straight news and analysis. We're going to tell you about that fuck shit or uh, something was dope as hell. You know, glad you appreciate it. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, Boris – I'm I'm glad we uh, have you on. I don't I ha- haven't been following it except from social media, seeing po- people post. But how was uh, the G1 this year? And is it is it done? No, no, it's not. No, I, it's I'm still actually, going. Okay. I'm I'm actually on. Um, I'm on. Um, October 10th, eight block, and that's why okay, I, so you're I, behind. I, 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 what I did is wrote it on the, on, on on my calendar, and. Most times I I don't have the opportunity to fall at all because it's longer, but due to the fact it, they don't get it fat off it, and it's no tag teams, just young just young lines first, and then just matches. And it's like everybody's not here, but the people that they pick and the match quality of just these matchups and the possible follow up because you know Bullet Club. Got issues because of you know where they put evil on top and they white they white them one here. It's just we got side stories to come out of this and just the brutalness of people wrestling this hard and pretty much you know the field and the and the breakdown has been awesome. And like when it first started, yeah. I just couldn't mess with nothing on that side because it's like destroying my palate. <laughs> Even AEW, I didn't want to watch AEW in the beginning. You know, I might go over there if someone mentioned something so I can just see how it came out. But right now, I'm just straight D1 because the palette and those other two, the mother shows, it's like, 
you know, I can't do it. And then well, yeah, said, well, that's why, I was, got, that's why I specifically asked you about G1, so I wouldn't have to right, hear you gripe about AEW or WWE. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can, I did mark one. I, I did mark October seventh. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you can go if somehow, if you find the October seventh show, I gave the stars on my little thing. And then I'm gonna okay. start. I want to go back and check out a few others and see, because I, I it just been overwhelmed with quality. But I, I told uh, October seventh, if you can find that show, easy match, the easy match, you gonna be really good. I mean, okay. and then it was uh, um, Nakamura and Ishii had a fight. I said I, I just call him Godzilla versus Godzilla. That's a hard thing fucking follow. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Two, you know, two guidance. I just called them both Godzillas because that's how they destroyed each other, pretty much. But the, the the quality, just the quality of, I mean, some people are upset with the, you know, the Bullet Club and the Hill tactics and, you know, some of the right, guys but that storyline stuff. I mean, as as, as a as a as a show and as like as a as a fan, you know, somebody that watches it every year, every whatever you know, whatever however many times a year the tournament comes around. Um, because of the situation it is the way it is, have they put on a satisfactory yeah. uh, show? You said there were no tag teams and stuff, but you know, even though they're limited, you've been you've been happy with what they put on, what you've seen so far. Let me say it like this: I told Rich this has been the best G one oh, wow. in, in 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 my history watching this, simply because the limitations and the Kovac really brought out the best. Because they chose things, and the and and you know just just the way they put on this one, no tag teams, you know, no, it just they trimmed it down, and just the people that was able to be this, I don't know how they selected it. A few people, people will question, you know, because I had a podcast that really hates some of these people over here, but yeah. for me, as my experience, this has been the best G one. That I well, I go out of my way like now I go out of my way to watch every show and the shows that well, you know, I you watch, watch them all. So no 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 I I I, I skipped a few but this G one okay. and when I first found out how it's it's seen how how it, hold on for a second yeah what, what, when I when I seen the breakdown of this one I. Really want to go out of my way to watch it, and if I couldn't watch it, I would listen to it because you know I start when I'm going to work, so I get to watch like three matches. So I'll listen to it, you know, and just to hear the excitement through the conversation. Of <laughs> listen to it. That's it. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's, that's different. No, 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 I get you. I'm just messing with you. So, so it looked good going in on paper, and and it's and it's holding up, and it's not only holding up. You're saying it's been the, the best one in, in at least yeah. uh, a long time, if not ever. So, all right, that's that's what I'm. I haven't been hearing that high praise, but I have been you know, seeing people pretty happy with, with what they've seen. You know, I go out of my way to listen to it going to work because you know, like I said, it happens during me in my travel to work. It's that good where I will listen to it and just hear the back and forth of of what I'm hearing, and then all I know is when I hear. Whoever's whoever won the intro or the uh, they theme, I said okay, that's my feeling. I'm like, damn, he won, like that, you know. Then I go back and watch it and see how he won. So I watched this thing twice. So okay. if I can't watch 
full thing, I'll listen to it, and then like now I'm going back through, and I'm marking up. So because we almost there, we got what? Let me see. Well, you got four yeah. days or whatever. You said you're on day the the tenth. It's the fourteenth now. So 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 that's one. Right. I'm gonna watch these, and then like I said, depending how I feel, I might try to watch a little AD because it's an anniversary show. But okay. I, yeah, watch it. Don't uh. <laughs> I mean, give it a little. I mean, and I'll follow my own. Well, I got somewhere to be, um, in in a little bit. But um, if, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, uh, watch. Watch. Oh shit! I was supposed to remind Rich. Fuck that I wasn't uh, gonna be around for VIP. Goddamn! I damn. So shit. <laughs> he, I, I feel like he'll be okay getting that extra six hours of sleep. It is. Is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, but I, you know. <laughs> Back, Cam. <laughs> have you been able to watch a few or something? Yeah, I, mean, I have not watched any of the G1. I've not seen mm-hmm. any of it just yet. Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's that good, huh? I, I, I know you're busy, but, bro. Why, nah, watch you, you ain't lying to me yet? I told, that October 7th show. Watch the October 7th show. Okay. We'll take that. And, and give a perspective. That's a bet. All right. Appreciate All right. you, Boris. Uh, As always, let's. Um, uh, I was hoping to get Craig's. Uh, Craig's when, like he always does, following it. Pretty, pretty, pretty. You know, daily, but he's. Um, and have his hand to him. So, all right, let's head down south and uh, talk to Jarrell. Jarrell, what's happening? What's going on, you guys? How y'all doing? Y'all being safe out there? Oh, yeah, you know safe what it is. Safe as can be, you know. Hey, you I know y'all little, brown brothers with beards, and you know you just had this white man out there dress up as a brown man with a beard um, um, and killing his, his uh, fiance. What the fuck? What happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, you in Texas and you don't hear your own Texas news? How the white man killed his fiance and dressed up as a um, with black face so he can make, make mm-hmm. it look like a black man did it? Oh, shit. A man yeah, got I, I mean, the black man How do we, how do we know him? Like, obviously, oh, well, uh, obviously he got caught or we know now. So what, it's like footage? Like, it was just obvious that the bad guy job? Like, oh, um, first, um, People seen it when they said the person who approached the woman because he shot her in the head and stuff like that. They said it was a black man and stuff like that. But the family, her family, was like they was in the building. Um, and y'all might need to go look at him. And then when the police went to his house, they found some of the makeup because that boy was using expensive makeup too. And he he tried to burn some of the stuff he used to put on the makeup. They found the getaway vehicle close by his house. And some other things, so that's why yeah. he got he, um he arrested with a bond of a million dollars. So if it wasn't if if if, if wow, if for whatever yeah. reason the family didn't go, eh, maybe y'all should. For whatever reason, they could, we could still be out there like, yeah, white man shot this lady, just walked up on her, busted her in the head, and now we're on the yeah because man. you know ain't no black man um shooting a white lady in the head and then stab her after death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many times. We stabbed him first. 
and then go play football. That day. I, oh, my bad. Whew, that's, uh, yeah, my non knowing ass. Come imagine just I'm, I'm pumping ass or something or driving down 183. They're like, <laughs> there he is. Like, what? <laughs> what are you saying? Hmm. So, yep, yep, right, yep. Well. So that's why I was just trying to make sure that y'all, you, you guys are safe out there before I start. Oh, yeah, man. Cool. But, um, yeah, man. Really quick, I think, Darrell, um, t- before you go, uh-huh. um, so I don't know how you felt about the game going into this weekend like an hour ago, but you saw Nick Saban tested positive for COVID. Oh, I feel even better now. You know that. How about you? Oh, uh, they, that's the. That's a competitive advantage. Um, not having that. They coach. already can't play no defense. They can't play no defense None. this year, so you know. <laughs> yeah, this, this is. And we got we got the best defense in the whole conference, so you know. This is true. Yeah, just just look. You should just space out the rest of the season for like three months, because all of a sudden Florida got half the team out. So it's nasty out here right now, man. It is really nasty out here right now. So whoever got the best I, I mean, is going to win the national championship. <laughs> no, for real. That's why Ohio State is still, like, favored to win a national title because, one, they ain't played yet, and, two, everybody else might not get to play. So, <laughs> and they stocked up on emergency fucking packets. And <laughs> it's a competitive advantage to be able to play football. Uh-huh. <laughs> They wild. You know the boys out in the club. Up. Wait, yeah, boy, I like, Ohio played. Yeah. Ohio State. Oh, because they conference got started late. Not to play. Yeah. Until they saw everybody else play, and they were like, we want to play too. Um, hmm. Yeah, so they're starting, uh, I think, next weekend is their first weekend. Uh-huh. Yes. And, you know, Trump trying to take the credit for um, forcing them to play. You thought them Big Ten football back, what you talking about? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I hear y'all talking about the draft, but uh, thank you for about that, Cam. And, I, and also, man, I hate what happened to you, too. I'm seeing, man. But, uh, I don't. I don't hate it. Red hate River rivalry. I hate my coach is what I hate. I don't hate what happened to nobody, but I hate that he's the one that made it happen. That's what I hate. But, yeah. Hey, but that's like, imagine out, watching a out. game for five hours. Like, that you should have won in regulation. Right? <laughs> okay, I'm better. I'm better. That's how I watched it. Pro football? Yeah. No, no, no. College. Texas OU. Um. Hey, but check this out. Um, think about it like this. They could, they could do a draft and just draft and take all the coaches on the team, put them in a pool, and draft them to a team, and you could probably get Nick Saban or somebody like that. <laughs> I love to put my coaches in a pool upside down. Um, but yeah, our trap, We take your finish team and we take all your players off. And um, let's say y'all pick thirty second, and um, we taking Beeb and Simmons off, and you know they're gonna go high in the draft, and you can lose them. In a team that you already drafted these guys, <laughs> so why would you want to redraft them when they already belong to you? <laughs> and it is all them? <laughs> so asinine. Uh, WWE drafting. It's the stupidest, been the stupidest thing. And like you were saying earlier, Travis, 
that none of these people mean nothing because none of these guys think about it like this. AJ was just on Raw earlier this year and got traded to SmackDown. You mean so now? Yeah, Not that's even three months ago. Whoever he went for, for like that just room, means nothing. Right. And Dolph Ziggler. Oh, who just went back to SmackDown? Oh my God, that was a waste of time. Imagine trying to put a, imagine trying to put together a, a flow chart of roster moves of the last uh, three or four years. You don't have to do a decade. Just do three or four years of the main hundred, hundred men and twenty-five women, or however you want to. Divvy it up. The most popular, you know, the, it would just be a goddamn mess of arrows and sharpies and and string. It would look like a weird conspiracy board, like you know, like Charlie Hedden's always funny. It would, uh, it, it, it yeah. It, I can tell you this, Craig. I, I did something similar. I didn't do that, but I went and looked it up. The only person you could say that didn't get drafted like that, and that was the Undertaker. Because he spent so many years on SmackDown. No, oh, right. But then they would just move him willy-nilly. Like, it didn't matter. Like, sometimes he was a SmackDown guy. Then he would just be on Raw. Just week after last week. Last time he showed up on Raw was these last few years runs right here. And that was just one time. <laughs> he was on SmackDown for years. That's yeah, that doesn't help. But, yeah, they, they would have been better off calling it uh, anything but a draft. It just the big trade, the big trade. That's what they should have called it. The WWE trade. shuffle. Like because time to shuffle things up or whatever. Time to shake things up. It's the WWE shake up. Just call it that for twenty because years instead of fucking draft. And these people gonna see each other in just less than three to four weeks. At the one time, right? At Survivor Series, the one time it did kind of make sense was when they drafted folks and Finn Balor came up and you know and he got the title shot. And went on to, to to SummerSlam. That kind of felt like a like they had everybody sitting and all the NXT folks. And remember when they split in the summer of 2016, and, and Dean Ambrose went to Smack went to SmackDown uh, with the title. Yeah, and they had to create the. Uh, well, she was the first woman drafted. Because Dean was the yeah. first. Overall, and he had the title, and he went to SmackDown or however that worked. And Raw, they had to create the Universal Title after that. Um, but that was that was like the only like that was as normal or felt like an actual draft because you had people that you had never seen on Raw and SmackDown being bought up to Raw and SmackDown, and it was just like, oh, that kind of feels like a, a little bit like a draft. Yeah, it's a new new. Now this is what makes me um. I want to ask you guys and see how you guys like this because this was my saying about how you fix the draft. And you don't even have to um, promote the draft, but one month to two months out. Instead of (laughs) – because you would want the draft to be used to bring attention to the people, bring attention to your network so you can get subscriptions and get focused on new stars and just have interactive – interaction with the fans and having them going on the website, going on the network to look up these people. They did a draft special, a combine special on the network. You could do another one of those. 
You can you have I'm talking about not even on NXT TV or NXT UK TV. You got almost two two hundred trainees who haven't even seen TV. You can yeah. get, you can build up a few of them with um, prep videos and stuff like that, just like they do in we the NFL. Saw it done. You gotta think. We saw it done during the goddamn Cruiserweight Classic. We saw it done during the May Young Classic. They did a really really good job of taking people that most of the audience. Or maybe not that network audience, but a decent amount of the audience didn't know, and some of it was hokey and cheesy, and everybody had a "Ooh, it's my dream to be in WWE," blah blah blah. But they at least showed that they know how to take a take somebody who's not widely known and try to give them some kind but of see, a, a compelling backstory. But that works when they say this is my dream to be in WWE because they have they have not been seen on TV ever. They unknown, so that will work at this time. Also, you can do the trade where you swap places with people because, let's say, um, instead of um, SmackDown drafting a two pick in the first in, in the first round of the draft or however they call it, they trade their first two picks to get a um to get a blockbuster uh, or to get um Drew McIntyre. Now you make Drew McIntyre seem even more important because he's like. Well, we give up adding more people to our roster who can spice it up and give us depth and stuff like that just so we can draft this one guy because we feel like he can push the whole show. And, again, this is something that you don't even have to hype up, but for a month you can be showing the videos all on social media, all day on the network because um, that's what NFL Network do. (laughs) They give you seven straight days of the combine and stuff like that, and they're pumping in video, giving you backstory to people. Because you got to think, most people who watch the NFL probably watch it because they play um, fantasy football. They don't be knowing some of these guys like Hot Cam. You know um, some guys because you stayed in uh, when you were in Texas. You knew some of those guys and stuff like that. But there ain't too many people like you who know the guys and stuff like that. So they have to go research the guys because they want because they invested in a team and they want to know who is this person coming to my team. And now you're killing a bunch of stone, a birds with one stone because now you got people going into your network. Now they got to purchase your network or sign up for it to be able to watch and find out this stuff. And you putting new eyes on people. And let's say somebody drafted in, in a supplementary draft, but you gave a good story on. And then for some reason, when they start wrestling in the ring, the fans start taking up to them. You can play back the draft videos and talk about how they were picked in the supplementary draft to add to the story. And now you got a ready-made story for that guy who got himself over to even get over even more. That's why I say the draft sorry and the draft sucks. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of reasons that thing is sorry and sucks. That's yeah, one major one major part of it. It's just you have people that don't that admittedly and proudly talk about how much they don't watch sports. Like Triple H is he's not a sports fan. He watched he'd rather watch a bodybuilding competition on TV than uh, a football or basketball game. Like what the fuck? These people don't know the inter the, the just innate sports story. And that's what kills me. When you say stuff like that, then that's what kills me when I hear people talk about, well, now since they, they drafted Big E by itself, now we know the, 
these writers gonna get it right with him and give him the push that we ain't never seen Vince ever do in his life. All those writers who y'all complain about with the retribution story and every damn story except two, Drew and and um and Roman, <laughs> them the only two stories that even make any any sense. Now you yeah. think they gonna get something right with these guys where? I don't think people know the story of New Day, how they had to come up and then now that they as a group have created freedom, some of the stuff that they come up with is because they had to get them to create a freedom to be able to do it as a group. And they had one designated uh, writer who works with them and put their ideas in order so they can be able to put it on TV. Now you got them separated. I don't think that writer going with Big E because now you got to follow along and see how Vince like you. And then once Vince don't like you no more, we're going to see Big E going back the same way as before. Because we ain't never seen Vince push um, push people like that, especially people who um, look um, look like me and you. Like to, be fair to, to, to be fair to Vince, I think <laughs> I don't, Big E's not a uh, an unknown quantity. Right, he would. I don't think he would push Big E, a singles Big E, and then three months later, because he knows what he's going to get. Like Big E's, like he's worked close with Vince. They're, they're, you know, he's made Vince a ton of money. I just don't think he would Big E would get uh, that same kind of treatment. I think he would have um, a bit of uh, creative creative freedom as a singles guy, even if he didn't have his pet writer or, you know, with him on, now he's on Raw. So you trust so you trust him to get him the single look, just like how we trusted him to give Keith Lee the single look, and now they changed everything about him. To, to, make to make sure that he gets a proper push or a proper sustained push. Keith but Lee, he as a group as New Day. Break off and go to Raw, and all of a sudden get just treated like Keith Lee or some fucking two year end guy, and not the veteran money making star that he is and has been for the last five or seven years. Because every time they put they put them black guys on TV, they they um, show the hell of push that they giving the um, they show the hell of push that they giving Lars Sullivan, the guy who call who um, call all them and behind their backs niggas and um, be on gay porn, but so-called homophobic, and now the guy who don't know how to um, take no as an answer and keep DMing women that they got to block his ass because he weird mm-hmm. and looking at their yoga poses and going mm-hmm. crazy like that. And he ain't even been on TV but one day, and he already getting exposed again. You but ain't wrong. They, that's you know, what they, see, they can make money with, though, because he getting a big twist. Yeah, I, I, that's not a wrong. Those aren't wrong. Those are all factual things, at least for the most part. But that doesn't mean that Biggie's push is going to end up like whoever, uh, you know, whoever you want to use as an example. Uh, I'm just not willing to be that cynical, considering who Biggie is and his standing in the company. Like he's going to get more than just like some token push, if it was, especially if it works. Or if it looks like it's uh, even a little bit working, the biggie they have a they're gonna want that to work. They've been waiting too long, and yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, on the that, Michael, oh, live on, on 
a year from now we'll be talking I, still be talking about Biggie singles main event star. I bet you I bet you um $150 that by by December he'll already been beat by Roman because he's going to be the guy who next up who going to well, come out of the stage and Hill and Hill in the cell, huh? Mm-hmm. Isn't he overall? He no, he's on SmackDown. Oh, okay. He's going to come out and save Jay because they got a connection because they used to yeah, fight. Who is it and Roman they got to in December is not going to be the worst goddamn thing. You think Biggie is going to be complaining because he has to lose a program to Roman headed into the Rumble or during you, you the didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you, you didn't give me an opportunity to finish. I said okay. he's going to already lose to Roman before, uh, by the time December get here, when in January, February, he, he'll be losing up um, to Lars Sullivan, who's going to be continuing to get a push as um, the next month uh, here. Okay. I mean, there's reasons to believe that. Like, I, I can't be like, oh, you're wrong. You have no ground to stand on. I just don't believe that's going to happen. Not to, not to that particular talent. Like, nah, that ain't going to happen. Unless it just don't work. Unless it's just, oh, Big E as a singles guy just ain't working, and they need to stop, and then they stop. But if it's halfway working, and he's just like just Big E, and they pushing him, giving him good main event stuff, good solid upper mid card, whatever, wherever they have him slotted. Um, I think they'll continue with them. I think they have a vested injury. They have, I think they know all the reasons. They hear all the scuttlebutt. They hear all the, 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 rail phone, the rail phone calls and stuff on the various shows and stuff. I think a guy like Big E, who they trust and has made them a lot of money, is going to get a, a, a good faith push. I wouldn't say that if I didn't believe it. And I understand oh, I why, I, why, I why, believe it. but I also get why the, the, the the instinct to be cynical and to be like, well, they, yeah, I get that too. But in this case, I think they, uh, I think they know better. I think they have an opportunity to uh, to shut shut some people up. And also, they exactly flushed with singles main event town. So yeah, they fall. No. Well, okay, uh, yeah, they may, but again, they're they're going to see this. They know the situation they're in. They need. To, they know Smack. They know Roman needs credible opponents. They're not gonna put Big E against Roman, and he's just some slouch. Like look what that. Look how I got the, um, If you look at that babyface oh, side, you got at that babyface side on SmackDown. After Big E, they don't have another credible babyface on SmackDown. Now they're gonna go with Apollo Crews. Why Big E's gonna get a sustained push? And not just until December, or by December he'll be used up. No, they they don't have anybody else. They got they're going to protect them. They're going to need them. He fuck around and be, you know, I, he would have to have like the matches to get that kind of groundswell. But he did some good stuff with Sheamus the last two three months. Um, this could be this could fuck around and be his year. He didn't win the Rumble and. You know, they could hold off and it's him and Roman at WrestleMania. Or it's a rematch because of something that, I don't know, who knows? They could. I just don't, I'm not going to just uh, instinctively go, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They don't, you know, just because history. <laughs> Try to be, yeah. uh, you know, positive. I, I Especially when um, it comes to Big E. And, 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 I can't and, live off. 
I can't live off that hope, that hope creed, man. Yeah, it's a hundred years. Just be like, ooh, everything sucks. Why even fucking, you know, hope. <laughs> Big E's there. So we, no, just call them out on that. Just call them out on that right. bullshit and, and make and make them um and make them um prove it and make them prove it to you. Uh, yeah. yeah, we um uh, most most of the people most people today shit. Um, they girlfriends treat them like gods, and they be having them have to make them women have to cool to them every day till she get tired and find somebody better. And <laughs> but you willing Wait. to take bullshit and what? your hope, a hope treat the people See, who take money? Listen, this ain't therapy, uh, Darrell. You know, you know, I don't oh, know where that, that came from. This ain't therapy for me. I just like, <laughs> oh. I just like saying that type of shit because it rough for people feathers. <laughs> and and they and because it because it because it, it hit them and they know it, it be hurting. Okay. But all right. Y'all well, have a good day, man. Yeah, let me stop uh, you, bothering y'all with the bullshit. Yeah, let you stop. Hey, you take care, man. Good luck to y'all boys this weekend, man. Uh, Terrell from from Georgia, everybody. All right, so that's uh, another week in the books. Uh, so as I said a, a few minutes ago, no VIP this week. I, I better text Rich before I leave, um, so he's not <laughs> sitting around waiting for me in two hours. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be live next week, uh, same time, same channel. Um, get at us, hit us on Twitter, hit us on the email. Y'all know how to find us. Uh, so yeah, Cam, I'm Trev. We out.